your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Uh, I, I, I note, note that I did answer uh, the deputy's question in relation to the budget for social housing. I note that he did not answer my question. Didn't in ask about to, social housing. I asked in, about in, public in, housing. Honestly, surely you understand the difference between the two. I, I, I do understand deputy the difference the between, between the two. Between the two, deputy, and, and I answered your question. Uh, and the same thing applies. Social housing, social housing is an element of the public housing budget, uh, which is a wider definition. But I did answer your question on that. It's, it's under consideration in relation to, uh, to the NDP review and housing for all. We want to increase that budget by as much as possible. Um, but there are other demands as well that we have to take into account: health, education. Uh, welfare, other infrastructure, climate action. Uh, we'll do as much as we can in all these areas, but it's dishonest to think that we can do the maximum in all areas because that simply does not add up. But the deputy did not answer my question on whether his party supports uh, trying to achieve 70% home ownership um, because he doesn't. Uh, he pretends and masquerades uh, around the place, you pretending to be somebody... 4,000 affordable no, purchase in, in, homes in, a year. How many have you delivered, Thomas? In, in, interrupting me. How you've, many? You've deputy delivered zero, deputy. You've delivered zero, and in Northern Ireland, your shared ownership scheme is not dissimilar to ours. But again, the deputy interrupts me, barracks me, he won't answer the Thank fundamental you, question that Sinn Féin won't ha uh, refuse to answer. Do they actually agree Thomas, in, in, in increased home ownership? The Do they want to see 70% of Tom people Tom owning Bugger their own homes in I'm Ireland? No, the they day. don't. And if you look at their, Thomas, look at their, if look at their housing so policy, particularly when it comes people, to affordable homes, for big their policy for affordable homes is leaseholds, not freeholds. If you buy an affordable home from the government scheme, you will own it. If you... Go for the Sinn Féin scheme, you won't own it. Sinn Féin wants to be your landlord. There is no point in having time limits. Right, so that was uh, Sinn Féin's Ono Bryn and uh, the Taunashan leader of Fine Gael, Leo Varadkar and uh, pretty uh, hot and heavy stuff in the Dáil last year over the government's Housing for All plan, which uh, the government said they are progressing. Uh, well, this evening, a public meeting is being organised by what's being described as the Raise the Roof Coalition at the Strand Hotel here in Limerick. And we're joined by Kean Prendival from People Before Profit. And good morning to you, Kean. How are you doing? Morning, Joe. I'm not doing bad. So, Kian, um, there are a number of different organisations who will be represented at uh, this public meeting. Yeah, so Raise the Roof is a coalition led by the trade unions, um, the Irish Congress of Trade Unions, and it also involves like the housing and homelessness agencies, women's rights groups, political parties, uh, um, representatives of older people, children's advocacy groups, students' unions, traveller groups, and, and more, you know. And so tonight we have Owen O'Brien, TD, spokesperson for Sinn Féin on housing, will be one of our keynote speakers, and Lorcan Sir, who's a professor of housing policy as well, will be outlining some of the solutions to the housing crisis uh, um, and some of the proposals that Raise the Roof is making. And It is a broad coalition. Uh, Pre-COVID, uh, um, we had organised a number of big demonstrations on housing. Obviously, the last couple of years, it's not been, that hasn't really been possible. But the hope now is there's a na nationwide tour of these kinds of meetings and rallies across the country, um, hopefully building to a major national protest in the months ahead. Right. And you point, uh, I know, in your release about this meeting to Sinn Féin TD Morris Quinlevin saying in the Dáil that there isn't any emergency accommodation available in Limerick City at the moment, demand exceeding capacity on a nightly basis. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's terrifying, really, that Limerick now has more homelessness, higher levels of homelessness than any city in Ireland, second only to Dublin. Uh, um, we're like 280 people homeless in Limerick City. It's, it's 
I think it's a bit surreal, like, you know. Uh, um, and this is an emergency, but it's not an accident. Like, the, people have been warning about the growing housing crisis for a decade now, and the government has refused to take the kind of measures that, that could be done. During, during the pandemic, we did see an eviction ban. Uh, there was a ban on evictions, and the number of people homeless fell for the first time in a, in a decade um, and, and started going down. But then they lifted that ban, and now we see the, the Shannon Arms here in, in, in Limerick, uh, families facing evictions, uh, and a, a whole swathe of evictions right across the country, fueling this fire of, of, of homelessness, you know? Uh, but it, it's easily solved as well. If you had a serious political well, will, you could... Well, well uh, I mean, you see, the government say they've delivered houses. They plan to deliver more, and they say that many in opposition haven't delivered anything and of course we have seen some extraordinary circumstances come together for example the requirement for emergency accommodation for Ukrainian refugees mm-hmm. and, and that is welcome uh, uh, but what I would say is like we have, there's no reason that there couldn't be a ban on evictions reinstituted now, there's, there's no reason that there couldn't be a rent freeze reintroduced like uh, uh, 8 years ago the, the rents in Limerick have doubled in the space of 8 years 8 years ago when I joined the council in 2014, uh, um, what you would have paid then for a three-bed house wouldn't get you a one-bed apartment now. Uh, um, that is, like, we're talking in the space of eight years, the rents have just gone absolutely through, through the roof here. Uh, um, and what Raise the Roof are pushing for is sensible measures, such as a, a ban on evictions, uh, uh, economic evictions. You shouldn't be able to make somebody homeless just in order to increase the sale value. Uh, um, of a house. So, so does that mean, Keen, like it's not an absolute ban on evictions, that there may be circumstances where evictions are necessary for reasons other than the economics? Like, so people move, yeah, if somebody's not, if there's massive antisocial behaviour problems, if there's uh, uh, people not paying rents at all, do you know what I mean? Uh, um, there is, uh, obviously there's many reasons why people have to move out or why people move out um, or get evicted. But the, the, the major driver of homelessness now is people being evicted um, because the landlord wants to increase the rent or people being evicted so that the landlord can sell the property at a, at a greater resale price, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that's what, like, when, when evictions were banned during COVID, that's the kind of evictions um, that were, were banned. And, 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 and do, as, do as you, well. I mean, except, for example, that rent pressure zones have been introduced in places like Limerick? Yeah, and in the time of rent pressure zones being in place, uh, rents have doubled. So it's, you, you, you the, the reality is one thing, they're saying that they're doing one thing, but the reality is that the average rents in Limerick went up 10% in the last 12 months. Uh, um, whereas, legally speaking, rents are only meant to be allowed to go up 4 and now even 2%. But landlords are getting around it via evictions, via just like the fact that there's no proper register, uh, um, where actual rents being charged are recorded, so therefore, if a new tenant moves in, you don't know what the previous tenant was paying. You know, uh, but we need like much more serious measures: uh, eviction bans, rent, uh, uh, rent controls, and measures actually bring. And, and make, do, does the tenancies board need more teeth then? Uh, I think we need a new uh, and a more independent tenancies board uh, uh, for sure. But ultimately, you're, it's all you're like your man sticking your thumb in the in the dam unless we address the fundamental problem here, which is a lack of public and affordable housing being built. Okay. Uh, um, there is, otherwise you're just, you're just like sticking, putting on sticking plasters. Uh, um, and so long as you have what we currently have, which is a massive shortage of affordable and public housing, then landlords 
will be right. uh, they have tenants over a barrel. Right, we're trying to key in Prenderville from people before properties. Uh, one of the organisers uh, of a, a meeting this evening at the Strand Hotel at seven thirty, organised by the Raise the Roof Coalition, which is uh, looking at uh, the accommodation crisis uh, in Limerick specifically, but obviously around the country as well. Now, uh, Live ninety five's Katie Flannery has been chatting to some listeners on the street about all of this. Well, I drive around this city, and this city alone, there are so many places that could be refurbed, and I think there should be compulsory purchase orders, and these properties, they could do four of those for one house, and I think that's what they should do. I think they should be looking at the derelict properties, doing them up. And what do you think as well for, I suppose, like owning your own house? That's a, a very much an yeah. Irish you go around Europe and everybody rents. Do you think they're right? In some cases, okay. yes. But, you know, I own my own house. Mm. I worked for 46 and a half years. Mm. I put my own house there. I didn't ask the government to put a house for me. And I think that there's too much of this entitlement in this age. And it should, people should be prepared to work. But this entitlement of I should have this, I should have that. I'm sorry, this didn't get Ireland where it is today. I wouldn't be too worried about what Sinn Féin was saying. They tend to be overambitious in their statements. Yeah, in general, that's their mentality that wouldn't pay much heed to Sinn Féin, what they'd be saying. And what do you feel about the housing situation yourself? I think a lot of these derelict houses, they should make the regulations, ease the regulations. All the derelict housing drive through any village in Ireland. You'll see five or six derelict houses, the same in Limerick. Fire regulations. There should be grants brought in to assist people with fire regulations. It's, it's amazing all the, the, the abandoned houses. And a lot of young people as well are worried that they'll never own, own their own house. Is that something that you think is a concern? It's, it's a thing that with Irish people, that this ownership, whether it goes back to the English occupation, I don't know. That We have this thing about property with, with, and getting on the property ladder. Maybe people would be happier if they weren't on the property ladder. There could be there could be less less pressure. Think it's a luxury to own your own house. Or do you think it's a big ask? I don't know whether it's a luxury or not. It all depends on what your luxury is. But you can own your own your house. But you can be without luxuries. You know, it can lead you not having luxuries. Well, our grandkids like worry in the future how they'll manage like but hopefully something will be done people are saying that it's an Irish thing that they want people want to own their own house do you think that people should own their own house of course they should yeah, yeah. if you're working hard and everything you have a family raise your family and a bit of privacy yeah of course why not well, like, it should be a right really it's always been a kind of a right if people go out and work hard enough to get it you know I mean we, we all worked hard like some people don't that's up to them but we all worked hard and it's everyone's dream to own their own house really isn't it there's some Limerick listeners on the street there chatting to Live 95's Katie Flannery and uh, we still have Kean Prendival from People Before Profit uh, with us telling us about this meeting tonight at the Strand Hotel on uh, accommodation issues in Limerick. Um, and th- that point that a number of listeners made about derelict houses, do you agree with that? Yeah, it's surreal, the amount of derelict properties. You look around Limerick city centre in particular, but right across the county, as well, and we have a vast amount of derelict properties. Like, one, the geodirectory, uh, um, who estimate the amount of vacant properties in Limerick County at 4,000, plus an extra 1,209 derelict properties. Like, that's one source. Others claim the numbers are a bit lo- lower. But one thing that we do know is that there are thousands of vacant and derelict sites and properties right across Limerick that, that should be, in my opinion, uh, uh, reused as as public and affordable housing. Um, but to do that, you do need to be willing to CPO them, bring them into public ownership, and put in the investment. 
uh, into uh, renewing them. And and there was a very interesting report on the front page of one of the national papers, it was the Irish Times on Saturday, and they had seen an internal government document and it related to uh, the Land Development Agency, and we've heard quite a bit about that in a Limerick context. And in Limerick, we have the Colbert Square development uh, around Colbert Station, uh, 400 houses to be built uh, there. Uh, And according to this report, it won't go for planning. It won't go for planning until the end of 2028 at the rate it's going at the moment. And then there's the Docklands development as well, also under uh, the LDA. 800 houses in that case. And according to this internal document seen by the Irish Times, it won't go up for planning until the middle of 2029. It, yeah. It, like, oh, and you also have the long-promised uh, um, plans for Mungris, where the, the, the council owns a vast swathe of land that could be used to build uh, um, thousands of public housing, uh, um, but instead there's these long-term plans, promises that in five years' time, etc., etc. And that's been, for every year, the promise is always, well, we'll start building housing in two or three years' time. And, that's been the promise for the last decade. But, but it appears as though pe- people will point, you know, even people within government will occasionally talk uh, about the length of the planning process. But in terms of the two that I've mentioned, the uh, Colbert development and the Docklands development, according to this Irish Times report, we're talking about before it gets to planning at all. In other words, it'll go up for planning, but it'll have to go through the process. Mm-hmm. But we're looking at the end of this decade. But a huge amount of these are also being done with the Land Development Agency is trying to do public-private partnerships and relying on hoping to find private developers that will actually do the the, the groundwork on this. And, like, one of the things that raised the roof, uh, um, as I said, which is a broad coalition involving Sinn Féin, Labour, uh, uh, Social Democrats and all the uh, trade unions as well, one of the things that we're pushing for is for... Uh, to retain all public land in public control for the delivery of public, affordable and cost rental homes. Like That land, we shouldn't be outsourcing it to private developers. We should be using the public land that's there to build public and affordable homes for people to rent okay. and buy. Um, All right. Well, look, Kean Prendeville, as I say, it's uh, an open public meeting this evening at the Strand Hotel by the Raise the Roof Coalition. And Kean Prendeville from People Before Profit, thanks for telling us about it. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.